0: Welcome to Paytech Talk, the podcast about payments. Enjoy the show.
1: So we are we have yet another episode of our Payments Around the World series, and today we are doing Poland. I'm your co-host, Elliot
0: Lyons, and... I'm your other co-host, Emily Robita. And who else do we have with us today on the podcast, Dariusz, if you would and like my to name is,
2: My name is Dariusz, Dariusz Madrukiewicz. I'm, I'm CEO of uh, Polish Payment Standard Blink.
0: Yes, we're, we're glad to have you. From
1: our Polish colleague, we yes. hear that this is a... She's like, it's blick, it's everywhere. It's like, it's, it's like the payment method in Poland.
2: That's true. So <laughs> uh, Absolutely. In Poland, pe- people are uh, blicking, so <laughs> it's just um, everyday, uh-huh. you know, verb and expression mm-hmm. of doing two things, either instantly transferring money on a telephone number to anyone who wants to send some money, uh, without knowing an IBAN, any card numbers, whatever. It's just enough to know to know the telephone number of the payee or the recipient, right. and then you just transfer the money in instantly. So this is one, let's say, meaning of blinking. <laughs> the, the other one is definitely paying online, mm-hmm. because uh, online payments in Poland, I would say, from a statistic point of view, 70% mm-hmm. of all payments uh, in Polish commerce market are just simply big payments it's
1: pretty high it's like yeah, ideal it here yeah yeah
2: <laughs> absolutely i i think th- this is what i was already uh, showing during the conference today mm-hmm. money life that i mm-hmm. was just simply presenting poland as the one of the top countries <laughs> uh, including ideal for example mm-hmm. yeah top countries which really develop local successful solution highly scaling it mm-hmm. and really you know penetrating Local population quite successfully, mm-hmm. so this is what you have achieved in in the Netherlands, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and 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 Poland with with its specific uh, bleak solution uh, went exactly the same way. Maybe it's a little bit different. It's we think much more, let's say, mobile and a banking centric approach that we are proposing in Poland. But yes, so this is the second expression of of, of bleak, either pay online or transferring money from one telephone number to, to another,
1: yeah? Yeah, oh, that's a, nice. It's, it's nice to, to talk to someone that is in charge of mm-hmm. like, like, I guess, the most used payment method in Poland. So uh, you said Blik is P2P and online, okay? Those are its two main uses that, uh, so, okay. Account to account.
2: Account to Inc- account. account. Okay. Uh, instant transfers from one to mm-hmm. another telephone number. Uh, but we should also bear in mind that Blik is quite popular as well in POS and physical stores okay that was so that was yeah. my
1: question this yeah you got of it market
2: is absolutely not forgotten by by bleak okay. and uh and last but not least still quite quite popular way of withdrawing cash from atms because it okay. still exists there is still some cash mm-hmm. they do in economy and we, we think there will always be some part. there is dedicated space for cash as well absolutely mm-hmm. so uh you know by means of 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 bleak there is a nice way of withdrawing money and depositing cash into into ATMs because ATMs in Poland are, let's say, playing more and more double role, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. traditionally withdrawing money, but also deposit, if you, if you have some cash, for example, for, I don't know, daily revenue of your mm-hmm. small buis- business that you Forced. want to de- deposit instantly to your bank account, instead of going to a traditional branch, you just approach an ATM. And with BLEAK you can, you can successfully make this kind of deposit. So this is a two way. Uh, wow. So
1: actually. you really cover all like the, the sort of uh, the payments basis, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That's so amazing.
2: It's, it's, it's really important just to cover, even if there are some scenarios which are less popular than the other ones, it's extremely important to have a full ecosystem just to show, mm-hmm. uh, let's say, uh, I would say kind of universe, universe, universalism right. of, of the course. payment instrument. Because you know, if, if you are just coming up with more use cases for users, there is visibly uh, let's say a kind of um, opinion and conviction from the part of population, population that mm-hmm. you can always function on daily basis with with, with the payment instrument in whatever payment. Exactly. Style you, become. you may find yourself in a situation when you have your phone and you need some cash. You you can approach an ATM. Yeah. So th- so mm-hmm. this is even if you are not doing on daily basis, you know that can, you can always rely on the payment instrument. Exactly. This is extremely important. Wow, mm-hmm. oh,
1: that's. That's, uh, that's amazing. So, uh, yeah, we usually begin by asking about cash, and you answered partly uh, that question. So, mm-hmm. like, if I'm in store, what does, like, a merchant's payments look like?
2: Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's quite interesting just to probably at the very beginning just to tell you that we define ourselves as, you know, Blick team providing the payment instrument to the, to the market. We define ourselves as non-QR code system because okay. in many, many, many cases, if you are talking about account to account solution, mm-hmm. let's say very simple definition, which is not a card solution. Mm-hmm. Um, in majority of cases, it's a kind of, I would say, WeChat, Alipay like right. QR code yes. based approach in which you know the customer is scanning, and this is how the payment is yes. initiated. In our case, it's completely different. So first of all, BLEAK is available only in mobile banking applications. So we are not okay. providing any wallet, any and a third party app. Uh, okay. There is no BLEAK app that you can, as a customer, you can download to your, to your phone and then just using this. BLEAK is, uh, today we would say, is dealing with embedded payments or embedded finance. Uh, when we were starting in 2015, th- this kind of definition didn't really exist at the no. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- today we are r- really trying to embed different services into other ecosystems and this is how Blik is doing, it's providing its APIs, it's providing its tools, specs, everything mm-hmm. just to include smoothly and seamlessly our payment approach, payment instrument to the mobile bank application. So it's just enough to be a customer of any bank in Poland because the solution is available in all mobile banking applications in our country. So there's like 22 banking apps. And when you have the app, there is, I would say, a prominent always placement of, of, uh, of BLEAK inside the app. Mm-hmm. And then very, very easily without any dedicated subscription or dedicated sub-logins, whatever, just directly in mobile banking application, customer is generating what we call the BLEAK code. The okay. code is known to anyone in Poland, <laughs> So it's just a six digit code valid for two minutes. I can without any stress communicate to anyone the 6 digit because mm-hmm. after the transaction it doesn't really doesn't matter doesn't mm-hmm. really yeah. matter it just you know it's it's completely useless to collect this kind of 6 digit code so this is uh, extremely important for the security of the Absolutely. transaction mm-hmm. and uh, it can be introduced in whatever in whatever interface it's it works the same way in in online shop in ATM in POS so just putting the 6 digit code manually by the customer then there is uh, what we call another stage of the transaction which is a strong customer authentication right. coming directly right? yeah. from P from regulatory let's say standards which is just simply confirming the transaction in in the mobile application confirming exactly the amount uh, the merchant name or the address of the merchant right. address of atm for example if if it's a, if it's a withdrawal from the atm and what is just simply happening the transaction is instantly confirmed So there is a full comfort of the customer that the payment is really done for the exact amount with full control of the customer in Mobile Bank application. Uh, So the customer relies on its own bank. It's not directed to any other ecosystem, to any other third party. It's just directly in the bank. And there is an instant confirmation by means of, I don't know, simply distributing the notes from the from the atm or just confirming successful transaction online and so on so on so this is this is a very basic way of of initiating the transaction and then we have very specific i would say use cases uh, for different type of payments so for example in 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 e-commerce there is a kind of what what you call one click technology for the second Mm third whatever time the customer is coming back to the same shop there is even no need to, to put the six digit code. There is a one click, just clicking and confirming in mobile making application. And for example, in POS there is a very specific use case in which we invested a lot of time, effort and mm-hmm. money and so on, which is not only with this six digit code, but we, o- we have also provided our customers, I mean, customers of mobile making applications, we have provided the contactless technology. And this is really, really something specific. Okay. specific. Because uh, this contactless, without the without mm-hmm. any card, so it's just enough to have a phone. In our case, not going into details, it's it's very specific to Android because Apple is, it's, it's a separate story. But having <laughs> <laughs> mean, like a Google phone, uh, okay. Android phone, it's just enough to unlock the phone and tap to the payment terminal, and the payment is done. So the, there is no need of any uh, any uh, I would call digitization process of right. putting the yeah, card right. in, into the into the phone just tapping the mobile phone uh, to the payment terminal this popularity of this kind of let's say contactless uh, approach from our side brick contactless which is purely competitive to google pay and apple pay our right. yeah idea. so so this is what we are doing Less in different payment scenarios how
1: did you achieve such a big market share uh you said you mm-hmm. you started in 2015 mm-hmm. and you work with so it's a you also i guess some of that would have been like cooperation with the banks yes. as well since it's like an embedded it's an embedded feature and yep. you share your API, uh, you share your APIs with them.
2: Definitely. Definitely. So first of all, we should say that, uh, launching the solution 2000, it was exactly February, 2015 In two months time, we'll celebrate our ninth anniversary. Wow. Uh, but the initiative was being set up by Polish local banks, I would say one, one and a half year before Okay. 2013. And six banks decided to join forces and to create a separate company, which they simply called Polish Payment Standard. The name is is just valid uh, (laughs) until today. This is how our company is called. And uh, the idea was just simply not to wait for big takes approaching uh, Polish market, uh, waiting for any other innovation Mm -hmm. that will be brought from outside to the country and so on and so on and, and trying to leverage already existing idea in one of the Mm -hmm. biggest polish banks it was number one bank at that time i remember so putting some kind of initial technology into the company and they just you know creating a a small team around this technology and just saying go guys you belong to us we support you we are six biggest polish banks of course there are other banks but there's no obligation to have you know Full, full banking sector ownership so it right. was just enough to have the critical mass and I remember on the very first day 1st February 2015 we were very very happy I joined the company exactly at that time we were absolutely happy because we we, we thought at that time and we were quite right that there is already a critical mass just to start the the journey mm-hmm. With, mm-hmm. with 1 million customers ready to use Bleak because we had like Know, one million of customers uh, of the six banks uh, mobile banking apps users that were really ready just to use so with this critical mass we just started our journey and very quickly our first priority definitely was just to initiate the acceptance network n- meaning really finding these real use cases right. and, and making them happen with different merchants PSPs and so this is how t- how it started so being backed by strongest polish banks was extremely important just to start building scale because you know very well that payments is a business of scale.
1: Absolutely.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure. (laughs) And
2: and you have it. uh.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, And so since you said that you started in 2015, obviously, Bleak has been around and operating long before the pandemic, and you might be tired of talking about the pandemic. (laughs) But we do like to touch on it because obviously a lot changed in how people had been paying during so kind of, we want to know a little bit about maybe Bleak's experience with the pandemic and how you adjusted your way to go about <laughs> yeah. payments, I guess, but also how it adjusted payments in Poland itself.
2: Yeah, it's a very good question because I think we have almost already forgotten this pandemic time, but it was really specific. From the very first day, we were all surprised. We were all locked mm-hmm. down in our households. Everywhere in Europe, in the world, we are just obliged just to, you know, to stay at home and really start another chapter of our life, which was much more digital. So digital consumption of everything, yep. you know very well. And from the very first day, we saw that there is... Uh, I, I would even say that, that there is a special mission for us. First of all, the usage grew from one day to another dramatically. You know mm-hmm. very well that technology companies and, and payments companies and of course, as well, we define ourselves as, 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 as a technology company. Technologies don't really like massive growth of usage in a very, very short period of time because there is always potential risk of, yep. of, of stability of the mm-hmm. system right. and so on and so on. If you are just getting ready with some traction over a longer period, mm-hmm. you're just preparing your servers, your infrastructure in order just to guarantee the smooth processing of the transactions, and if you just see 300, 400, 500 percent rise from one day to another, it's risky. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so first of all, our mission was really to guarantee stability of the system in order just to provide a message to the market. You can rely on BLEAK even if you stay at home, the only one of the activities that you are still allowed to do is just doing <laughs> online shopping. Yeah. <laughs> And even if you are just not doing online shopping, if you are ordering, I don't know, food or if you are aggregating some shopping with your neighbors, whatever, just to avoid visiting physical stores, for example, which which was happening, you can split bills instantly via bleak with your neighbors. There was another huge usage, uh, let's say high adoption, just collecting money and just uh, going, you know doing shopping uh, for, for a group of neighbors, whatever, and so on. So this was, this was really important. And then we discovered that there is yet another payment scenario. So it means, for example, that you just imagine that you are ordering your, I don't know, Glovo Uber Eats, uh, I don't know, order just to have some meal at home. You don't want to see the guy, uh, the courier coming with, with, with the food, but mm-hmm. you want to pay, for example, if you didn't pay before. So you, you're just screaming through the window, uh, can you accept big? <laughs> yes, of course. So, uh, this is my code one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, thank you. Okay, I leave it at the door. Okay, bye. Yeah, so it was a kind of we would define it a little bit remote POS, whatever. Right, I see the guy, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm not close to him. I can yeah. pay. So, this kind of usage, or, or for example, imagine uh, an ambulance in a very difficult traffic situation, transporting people to hospitals all the time, all the time, all the time, and then just going to a petrol station because they need to fill in. Yeah? Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. And just not showing up at the counter, a pain through the window. Just take a look at my right. phone with my big coat. Somebody's entering, confirming, hey and I'm done. going, I'm taking the others, I'm going further. So I would say there were multiple different payment scenarios that we were discovering what people are doing with Bleak, how important mission we were mm-hmm. we were delivering. Yeah. Of course, I would say the, the biggest, so impressive results were achieved in e-commerce because I would say that over six months we have achieved probably what we would have achieved within three years time traction. So it this is how it accelerated dramatically. I, I mean the penetration in e-commerce. Uh, then of course, when pandemic Let's say um, you know was was quite over, so we were allowed to go outside. People really compensated, in, in other words, so they really stopped buying online because there was a kind of hunger of of of, of the socialization, of socialization and the actual, yeah. face so to face. So this, uh, this was a little bit reduced afterwards. So this acceleration during pandemic time was a little bit reduced afterwards. Mm-hmm. We never fell down, let's say, in terms of volumes. But I would say that it was a, a very, very quick digitizing process for the whole population, mm-hmm. and we were absolutely, as a payment instrument, we were profiting from from, from this adoption with our, with our numbers. Yeah.
0: Interesting. And then kind of to move forward, we want to talk a little bit about cross-border payments, mm. as it's <laughs> super popular <laughs> um, in the payments world, of course, and it's kind of like a, a pain point, I guess. But since 40% of people do shop cross-border, I don't know if you have any input on what the most popular countries are from your perspective, or, um, yeah, if you just have any input uh, regarding cross-border.
2: It's a great question because we could take a look at the cross-border transaction, especially in e-commerce, from different perspectives. So first of all, we, as as a company, with our shareholders, we know that we would like to guarantee the impressive growth of BLEEG in the coming years. Mm -hmm. When you are achieving a level of 70% of market penetration, so the cap is the market so actually you need to find new markets and you need to expand so this is one of the directions that we have adopted in our strategy means we need to we need to expand outside our country we just don't want to be a payment instrument provided by polish payment standard only but Mm -hmm. really would like to come up with Bleak to banks from other markets because there is huge i would say space for um for for bleak and for I would say modern online type of payments mm. in other than our market maybe not ideal <laughs> in the Netherlands <laughs> as the first destination or maybe not uh, Sweden with Swedish for example right? yeah. Yeah. but uh, w- why, why can't we uh, for example take a look and make a deep dive in our Central Europe can- European countries mm-hmm. like Slovakia, Czech Republic, Romania yeah. and this is for example why we started last year we started our international expansion. And first, first of all, we, we have made our first initial acquisition in Slovakia. We have acquired as a company, we have acquired a separate P2P platform in Bratislava serving oh, right. Slovak banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is how we are leveraging our technology right now with the local mm-hmm. company that we have acquired. There's a great team of Slovak people just working very hard right now in order to deliver BLIC for the Slovak banks. So this is important. We have also initiated our, our, let's say, positional technology in Romania as well, a very Mm -hmm. promising, highly growing e-commerce in in Europe. uh, and This is where we are maybe in in a different way, but we are positioned as a branch in, I would say, Greenfield model. We have uh, set up our own activity and we profit from our Polish experience in order to accelerate the growth in Romania. So this is Mm -hmm. right now happening. But I'm telling this because it's not, only enough to place the technology in specific countries, but you need to think about interoperability between these countries. And this is how cross-border is playing an extremely important role, because today it's not just enough to position technology in one country and saying that this is a solution from Polish banks to Polish merchants, and then there is another solution from Slovak banks to Slovak merchants, and there is a completely separate island, whatever, I don't know. Dutch uh, banks <laughs> to Dutch merchants right. and mm-hmm. this kind of uh, fragmentation doesn't really, ca- can't really happen because the commerce is becoming so much cross-border. If you don't accept payments uh, across borders, absolutely, it wouldn't be a competitive payment instrument against cards, for example. You can, ex- you can pay right. with your card anywhere. This is why this interoperability between countries when we are expanding is extremely important just to, in our case, it's of course multi-currency, FX management between mm-hmm. big currencies. We're not all Unfortunately, not all European countries are in the eurozone. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. right. so sometimes people forget, but there is huge amount of countries which are not in the eurozone. And by the way, highly scaled solutions, especially from the Nordics or from Poland, yeah. are not in the eurozone. By the way, so we have this additional challenge: uh, management the the currencies between countries. But there is also another perspective of cross-border. I would say this is what what we would call platformization, maybe, or mm-hmm. ma- marketplace whatever, yeah? So if you just take a look at Amazon, yeah. or mm-hmm. in our Polish case, Allegro, which is an extremely strong, let's say, marketplace mm-hmm. in Poland, very popular, expanding to Slovakia, to Romania, to uh, Czech Republic, they're doing this. It's, by definition, uh, cross-border is inside the platform, yeah? So this mm-hmm. cross-border is is an internal ecosystem of the marketplace, yep which is not visible really from the perspective of the customer, okay, maybe some customers know that parcel was sent from in US, for example, but they don't really care. If no, it's amazon.pl, amazon.de, really whatever, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's just my shop, yeah? And yeah. I, I want to have it quickly, instantly, yeah. almost. And so what, from whatever country it, 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 it was sent, I, I just, as a customer, require to be, to to be delivered very quickly so this is extremely important to be at a good service of marketplaces as a payment instrument so our our blix partnership with uh, with amazon but also with global strong payment services providers mm-hmm. uh, for this cross-border transactions is extremely important one of the partners that we have in this psp let's say part of uh-huh. our business is for example very well known in in the netherlands Adyen, for example yeah so this is one of the one of our PSPs, providing payments for Polish merchants because they yeah. are with, with the local office and so on. But also they have a great capacity of activating BLEAK in any country that they operate. If, mm-hmm. if, if there's a business case, why not? Yes. So if, if there are customers that w- would be willing to pay, it's just, uh, you know, this type of partnerships for us is extremely important. Adyen, Stripe, uh, Wordline, Nexy. I think Pure, P-PRO, P-Pro, P-Pro uh, exactly, uh, yeah, exactly. as well. So yep. delivering payment instruments in whatever, let's say, theoretically we would say in whatever, merchant uh, wh- wh- whatever nationality of the merchant would be exactly if it's, LATAM, if it's uh, US, Europe, whatever it doesn't really care if there's a customer willing to pay with this payment instrument, the merchant is willing to deliver this payment experience. So this is this, this is extremely important and this is extremely fantastic that you can come up with your payment instrument to whatever market from global perspective, and not waiting for years and years and years step by step you know trying to build acceptance network like card schemes were doing for years you know? i
1: mean i guess yeah that's a i guess so I, I i like these cross border i guess issues because they're so complex and we keep mm-hmm. kind of like building solutions instead of building i guess interoperability so for like if i'm i'm in poland i'm in pol and i'm shopping cross border what are the countries that I usually buy from like for the Netherlands it's like I guess like Germany and Belgium are at the top and I don't know probably, I'm just guess guessing Germany, those Belgium. are the 2 yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm right. just guessing and from, yeah I'm I'm guessing those yeah. w- would Germany be a, like a cross border frequently shop
2: Definitely yeah it's Germany? one of the top let's say cross border countries for Polish customers Yeah it another example of Amazon before be, before they they just simply decided to come up to our market with with Amazon PL as as, as a merchant mm-hmm. Because there is a tremendous, incredible infrastructure for logistics already built, existing. But the commercial part of Amazon, they decided probably last year just to implement. And uh, but previously, top top brand of Amazon ecosystem for the Polish customer was Amazon.de. So Polish okay. people mm-hmm. were just so simply buying they- as a German in the German, let's say, version of, of the marketplace. So on a daily basis, we're just paying the eurozone with Bleak, with partnership with uh, I remember one of of our PSPs from Nexi Group today P twenty four. Mm-hmm. So they were yep. just simply providing Bleak for the foreign uh, merchant. But this is just an example because we see hundreds, thousands of different shops in our database, which are, you know, our customer shopping with uh, from all, mm-hmm. around, all around the world. But probably it could be interesting for you, this uh, contactless technology that I was talking a little bit about, uh, that we are providing Bleak contactless. We, we have a global acceptance for, for this paid of instrument. And this is this has been achieved because this, this is something that I didn't tell you previously, is just um, our partnership with MasterCard. We decided mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. many, many years ago, like five years ago, we decided to go with MasterCard with the tokenization service for the contactless okay. technologies yep. that they provided to our technology. So MasterCard here in this case is treated by as, as a technology provider for our platform. So we are using their uh, tokenization service, which is completely connected with our core Uh, infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So for the customer it means that without a card can be paid in any payment terminal in Poland, but not only in Poland, not even only in Europe but globally. So you can say that today a Polish customer with BLEAK contactless activated on the mobile phone can use it anywhere in the world. So right now according to the latest statistics that we have it for the, as I remember, by the end of last quarter we calculate that our customers conducted BLEAK Contactless transactions in 130 countries, uh, wow. traveling all around the world. So th- this is this, this is really fantastic news because you know by with one partnership, strategic important partnership, we are providing complete global acceptance network for our customers for this specific let's say uh, contactless use case.
1: That's incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. now that's really that's something I had no yeah. clue about, Blake. I've heard no. about the method, but it's not something mm-hmm. I've like dug into personally. I think that's what a lot of the sort of these, I don't know, alternative local payment methods, I don't know what we're using now, digital payment methods are, <laughs> yeah. like that's kind of their dream is to go, most of them are indeed local, right? They're very local offerings, or like Swish in Sweden is a good, Absolutely. a really good example of that. It's great and it's fine, but like yeah, exactly. only, only so, within the borders.
2: Right. Yeah, imagine there is a lot of investment and sometimes a lot of time just to think about cross-border interoperability of payments between two countries, yeah. three countries. There is a huge discussion right now about interoperability in Europe. There is EPI initiative, of yeah. European payment Initiative, exactly. thinking about four countries, uh, let's say interoperability, yeah? France, Germany, Netherlands, <laughs> Belgium, and so on. So whatever approach they, they are announcing, there is, uh, of course, Eurozone concept, but they are thinking about this interoperability with four countries. It, this is really huge investment. And we have provided global, this was really our dream, just what we wanted to achieve is, first of all, I just simply wanted to tell you that we l- always loved contactless technology. As not being, as <laughs> I told you previously, as, as a non-QR solution, mm-hmm. we, we think that our, at least our vision is that being in Europe, we take part, we make part of the, I would say, Western culture of payments, not Eastern one, Far mm-hmm. Eastern one, which is more contactless and less QR. Uh-huh. If we go to Asia, definitely it's fantastic QR use or... cases yeah. full yeah. of QR codes and so on. But in Europe, we are contactless and we don't really need to follow, let's say, uh, Asian experience and going into into uh, let's say QR codes because we already have a fantastic contactless, let's say, infrastructure already existing. What we have done with Bleak, we just simply wanted to profit from the global existing infrastructure, not thinking from scratch on yet another QR code <laughs> solution or whatever. We just said we want to have a global reach, is it possible? And, and finally, we, we just concluded, which is probably not a, a big discovery for anyone right now, but there are not a lot of players in the world that would be able to provide a full coverage of all countries, all global reach. There are two major card schemes. uh, Exactly. Both of them are coming from US. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes it's uh, today in Europe, it's quite unpopular to say that there is a partnership with American company because there is a lot of discussion on payment sovereignty today in Europe. We should be independent, not discussing political things right now. We we have found a partner, which uh, of course, there was a certain cost of, of, of this partnership because after years, it was 2019, MasterCard became our seventh showholder. So we have six bands and the MasterCard inside. It was a kind of, it was part of the deal. They provided okay. technology. We allowed them to enter the equity of the company. So this is how we managed. And, and today we really don't need to discuss European between countries interoperability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why should we? We focus on European e-commerce. We really don't need to think about uh, partnership with the Netherlands, for example, (laughs) because I have already paid uh, here with Bleak. And, you know, the merchant doesn't even even know that this is Bleak. That's incredible. For the merchant, it's just enough to know that the contactless technology is available, whatever you can tap, mm-hmm. pay, Visa card, Maestro, whatever right. is contactless. Yeah. I, I can use my Blick contactless and it works. So I, I, I don't really care. Merchant doesn't really care what kind of payment. No, because I get paid. Pay. So I if mean, you pay with you yeah. pay. Yeah. Yeah. it works. So uh, yeah. So this is this is how dream happen in life. Yeah? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have talked a lot about fintech. In this episode already, but uh, <laughs> <just> maybe <laughs> sketch a little bit about the payments landscape and ecosystem and what it looks like. In yeah, Poland. of course.
2: So it's, you know, Blick is uh, quite unusual because having achieved 70% of market share, it's it's really huge. I would say this 30% missing is just, you know, traditional card payment, mm-hmm. that okay. you know, some probably some PayPal, some Google Pay, yep. uh, and so on and so on. But what probably was maybe it's quite, could, could be interesting for you, is that when we were, as Bleak, we were launching the solution in 2050, there was still a lot of cash in Polish e-commerce. Mm-hmm. So it was quite popular to pay by means of cash, what we call cash on delivery. And and the mm-hmm. cash on de- delivery was kind of, you know, early stage e-commerce when you were ordering as a customer and then verifying if, if something arrives in uh, your yep. household and then paying to the courier. So we have completely withdrew cash from the Polish e-commerce with Bleak. It's not that we have, I don't know, we have stopped, or we we just took some of the market share, we just took volumes from cards, from, I don't Mm -hmm. know, Google Pay, they had their live, they had the use cases and so on, but the whole cash went into bleak. So we have really convinced population Mm -hmm. that it's really useless just to, you know, go to NTM, just, you know, uh, complicating life, just pay easily, securely with Bleak. you don't need to have cash. We have really successful with our shareholders, with our banks, we have convinced the market. And this is really something specific in terms of i would say in terms of um, atm business so we represent represent like i would say 20 25% of all atm business is just by means of bleak. so there is still traditional card withdrawals yeah. mm-hmm. and pos is of course i would say there is a regular rise of market share of mobile services in general so i would say the major competition right now is the new generation of contactless which is a mobile contactless which is bleak but also apple pay google pay right maybe some hc technologies provided by some banks and so all all of these wallets i would say and technologies are really competing against traditional plastic card which, which is also contactless so there is no in poland it's quite specific there is no chip and pin transaction at all Today, nobody is inserting cards. It's, it's, it's just completely forgotten that you can really insert the card to and any, everything is contactless. So today we're not talking about becoming contactless with right. POSs, mm-hmm. but we are talking about becoming mobile contactless. So the competition between plastic contactless and mobile contactless, this is something that we are observing which is this is something really interesting happening on our market, we would say that we are reaching more or less the point of 20% of all transactions being mobile contactless. And if we define this 20% as a separate market mobile contactless, mm-hmm. here we are competing against big techs. We are competing right. against Google and Apple. Google, Apple, and... Apple we, we, which is uh, which is a tough competition, uh, definitely, because they these big techs are in full possession of the device, of the software yes. that is there. So you, mm-hmm. you can always... You will be always follower you need to understand the technologies in order to fine-tune your payment instrument for example unlocking the phone is uh, what we call our strong customer authentication method yeah so the customer is unlocking and this is how the customer can tap tap to the phone so please imagine that for example a big part of population having android phones didn't really haven't didn't really have this let's say uh, lockup installed on the phone everything Mm. was open so if, if the phone is open You cannot pay because there is no authentication, whatever. We are not proposing a user experience in which the customer is going into the app, picking the application, then going to a specific button and then paying. It must be unlocking
1: and tapping. Too many points of friction. Exactly.
2: So if there is no uh, locking, let's say, mechanisms on the phone, cannot be used. We really need to educate the market that it's important to have your phone locked for right. your security not mm-hmm. only for payments but for your security so it was really basic <laughs> education of using a mobile phone today or digital like digital it,
1: what do you call it security it, it, or whatever it's a, yeah
2: exactly digital security and when we have successfully educated let's say the sufficient number of banking customers that yes we, we started to observe that this you know locking different mechanisms are being installed but being activated by customers that there was another momentum for us yes we can come up with our technology because customers are you know more and more aware so we can really propose something revolutionary which is contact us without any card so i have click and i can play So it was for, for many customers, it's still a revolution that you are tapping your phone, you can forget about your wallet, physical, plastic <laughs> cards and so on, this is happening. But as, as like we started our conversation, it's important to have multiple business cases and use cases for customers because this is how the whole brand is created, yeah? mm-hmm. the whole value of the brand for, for, for the population. Oh,
0: cool. great.
2: I think we have a, we have one
0: more. We do. We have one last question. I know.
1: You said a lot of interesting things. That you already that I think people didn't know I about so, payments for in sure. Poland. So. For sure. <laughs> maybe I don't um, know if there's some, anything but else.
0: If there is any other unique sort of aspects of the Polish payments ecosystem or landscape that you think people really need to know as like a closing statement that maybe you have.
2: Yeah, I, I would say maybe i do the boring for this conversation, but I would say is top performing payment system, I, w- I, w- I would say, in terms of the penetration in e-commerce, not only in Europe, but in the world. One of the top, I would say. Absolutely. So this is something that is really, really, really specific to the Polish market. So Poland was able to create its own solution that everybody knows and everybody uses. Right. So, mm-hmm. so this is extremely important. And I would also mention that uh, just don't want to be... Uh, understood to be a little bit arrogant (laughs) but uh, I would say that we are also profiting from extremely extremely advanced mobile banking technologies provided by banks to polish customers so this is is very important for our business how well polish mobile banking ecosystem has been developed uh, how many functionalities how secure are how great in terms of user experience polish banking apps are and I think that this is probably one of the most, let's say, impressive characteristics, I would say, for the mm-hmm. Polish technology mm-hmm. and banking sector market and payments market in our case. Yeah. So th- so I would mention these two things, yeah.
1: Oh, that's good. Also, no, I think it's, yeah. it's good to, to mention like the development of the Polish banking system and their okay. sort of digital, what do you call that, transformation or digital exactly. offerings. Because mm-hmm. we're wealth American and, yes. well. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Banking, uh, <laughs> digital banking.
0: It's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. That can be listened to in
0: the previous episode. Yeah. Is um, <laughs> a but bit yeah. behind, yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Definitely behind. Um, okay, well thank you, Darius, for coming on to PayTech Talk. This was a great conversation.
1: Yeah, and this I was know, super I think I learned I learned a ton. About, a ton, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was a lot of big pleasure for me. Thank you. I know it was it was great having you. <laughs> yes, thank, thank you so you much. much.
1: You've just been listening to Paytech Talk, the podcast about payments. Paytech Talk is brought to you by Cognito Amsterdam. Thanks for listening.